All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. All right. You know, today's episode is actually it's an interesting one. I've been sitting on it for a while. I guess I, I guess in some ways, some vulnerability here. I've been sitting on it for a while because I've struggled with this for a while. Now I'm using the word a while too many times for for years. And and that's that's the struggle of like getting to these plate these these spots in your in your growth of private practice where you experience a sense of disorganization mixed with burnout mixed with like imposter syndrome mixed with do I know what I'm doing mixed with man I'm tired so mix all that together in this giant pot and I'm just going to use the word you're in private practice and you get to this point where you are overwhelmed you are experiencing potential burnout but you don't want to, you don't want to put the towel up. Like you want, you don't want to wave the white flag and say I'm done. You know, you want to be able to keep working through it. You want to find success in your private practice. You want to, you want to figure it out. And and this this process, um, it happened to me early on when I when I started my private practice with my wife, um, like months into it. <laughs> it happened a couple of years into it later, and then it happened during growing pains, like whenever we went from a solo to a group practice. So I, I waited a while before doing the episode because I just wanted more data. I wanted more information in front of me. So what I want to share with you today is how to deal with burnout, how to deal with burnout as a entrepreneur, as a business owner. And it's, it's not all like everything you're going to hear today is not all focused on just the business realm. I don't entirely think that's what I don't entirely think that that is everything that is the end it be all of why we experience this burnout. So a place to start is a big old pie chart, right? A circle like a pie. For for those that not in that category weren't too <laughs> too much of a fan of statistics scores. So you got this pie chart, and what percentage would you say would be your business compared to like your personal life, right? Like time wise, how much time are you spending business personal life? So let's just say fifty fifty. Well, each each side, like business, it probably has little tiny sides to it. Like the business side is 50%. It may have 10% that you're seeing patients. It may have another 10% that you are doing an administrative task. It may have 10% that you're scrolling, to, uh, scrolling through social media. <laughs> and then on the personal side, you may have parent time, spouse time, maybe time that you're traveling. Right? So there's, diff- there's different it breaks down into into each side a bit more and that i think that's like the the bread and butter that's where all of the energy needs to go to on when things are getting a little bit out of whack it's because of that chart it's because of that pie chart and those categories are not they're not being nurtured they're not being attended to they're not being seen supported maybe one's too large one's too small so I'll share an example with you so there's clarity right away when we start this episode. Imagine I've got this circle, right? 
And then my circle says 80% is business. 20% is personal, personal meaning like me, family, that kind of stuff. Well, in my 20% is personal, 2% is self-care. And then I'm sitting with you and I'm saying, hey, coach, right? You're my coach. You're my consultant. Um, I'm burned out. I don't know if this is for me. You're probably going to go, well, dude, you got 2%. This I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what you're doing here with this two percent self care but this is probably why, and you're spending eighty percent of your time in your office, right? So those are those are the big like red flags. Things something's off there. So as we look at burnout, I think I think the pie is a good place to go to, and to make it organized, what you do is you you first start with writing down like everything that you do which can be such an annoying task, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, nobody wants to do it. But it's, it, 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 believe me, it's helpful. Also, believe me, hardly anybody wants to do it. It takes too much time. Ain't nobody got time for that. I forget, I forget who said that, but that was cracks me up. Um, all right, so, so you write all these things that you do. Like if I did mine, you know, time I hang out with the kids, time that I maybe go hiking with the buddies, Time that I'm doing my workouts, time that I'm spending time with my spouse, time that I'm cleaning the house, and, and you're just putting all of these down. Then once you put them down, again, it takes a while, then you put them into categories. So like a mine, that would be time that I'm going hiking, time that I am exercising at the gym, um, all of those go into one category, right? Maybe the category of self-care. So then once you have all of these, you would have these categories, and then you would, you would cluster them together, if you will into like a bigger theme, we'll say. And then that theme is what you're going to label in your pie chart. So once again, just starting from the very root, the very beginning, I may write down, right, I I go cycling, I hit the gym, I go hiking with some friends, I do some workouts at home. So I would write all of those down. And all of those, I would cluster together and then give them a theme, like a label. And the theme here would be self-care. And then I would plug that into my pie and you're just doing this on paper and pen to keep it simple. So now that I have it on my paper, I may not give it a percentage yet, right? I, I go to the next one and then I think about work and I go, okay, what do I do at work? And then I write all of those things down and then I cluster them up. Maybe I call that um, entrepreneur time. So I make sure to eliminate the clinical side since that's engaging in my actual trade. And then I put that in the pie and then I see what I have. So over time, I start to build this from the ground up. And I'm going to have, and it's not going to be perfect, which is fine. It does not have to be perfect. You just want something in front of you. That's it, my friends. You just want something in front of you to tell you why, what's going on. And then this helps you tweak the system, your system that you created. Because we're not, I did not get to the point of feeling burned out and overwhelmed magically. It wasn't like one day a mosquito bit me and it was the overwhelmed mosquito that stings twice. No self-induced right I, I rose my hand and signed up I said hey I want to feel that so I started to, I started to do things and, I, and my things weren't organized so now that I have this chart in front of me I'm looking at it and I'm studying it right and I'm, and I'm trying to see what what are you teaching me what is there to learn here so then th- that's where I start making these tweaks and I go you know what I noticed that I'm looking at this chart and 2% of my time is being spent on self-care. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to say something's got to give. Something's got to give. 
And this is where the magic happens. Listen closely. I look at my business side and I'm noticing that I'm spending 10% of my time focused on tasks connected to marketing, tasks connected to maybe um, cleaning certain systems in the office, making sure that things are done the way they should be done, going through emails, that sort of detail. And that's, that's uh, we're just going to give them that number, that's 10%. So I go, you know what? I need to get my self-care up to at least 10%. So then I'm going to borrow some of that energy and time over there and bring it into my self-care. And then this is where the entrepreneur mindset comes in. And then there's books such as The E-Myth that talks a lot about this, Delegating. So then I go, okay, I need to find somebody, affordable, of course, that can go into my emails and do that work for me, that can do that marketing items for me. Because I, I can't keep going. I can't keep going the way I'm going. I'm going to run this business downhill. So then you bring somebody in to do that work so your self-care can go up. And now you're going to sit back and you're going to evaluate this new system with one little change. That's it, a tiny little change. And then you give it, you give it like a month or so, and then you start seeing if you feel better. Are you feeling stronger, more energetic? And then if you start feeling what you're wanting to feel, stronger, more energetic, clear, what does that mean for your life, not just your business? It means positives. It means that you're going to be sharp. You're going to be able to show up for your clients at a much stronger, more effective level. It means you're going to show up for your business in the same way, much more effective because of this process I'm, th- I'm taking you through. So that's 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 one that's one uh, that's one process you can do to address this this area of burnout and feeling overwhelmed. And I gave you a few tools in there, you know, enough to work with. Taking it to the next level. Feel free to reach out. Consulting is on the table. My wife and I we come in together. We work with you. It's a lot of skills she has that I'm like, thank goodness you have these skills because I do not. But we come in, we come in together and we help to move you forward. Another area I want to share that goes into this burnout, this overwhelming. And this one focuses a little more on your time away. Right? You getting away from whatever it is that you need to get away from. So if it's that you look at your schedule and you're like, you know what, I've been seeing clients nonstop for seven months. I haven't given myself a break. And that happens a lot of times in the entrepreneur space because it's different, right? You go work for somebody, a local hospital, an agency, and they go, listen, here's your salary. Here's your paid time off. Here's your sick time. Here's your vacation time. There's a lot of those perks, and those perks, right, everyone is their own individual person. Those perks may sound good to whoever's listening, so you go with it. And then and then for you, it could be a little bit maybe easier potentially. I don't know. And you say, okay, now I'm going to go on that break. But for, for, for the private practice individuals, sometimes this is tough because if if you head off, who's there? Right? And there's a lot of episodes in this podcast that teaches you how to grow group practice. So... Somebody can be there, but let's just say nobody's there. Well, that's another headache. Yet it's important that you're able to get away. Get away can be a big getaway where you leave and say, we're going to Cabo. Right? We're going to the Dominican Republic, my hometown. Stay at a resort. Get some coconuts. Delicious. 
Or it could be a small getaway. You know, sometimes my wife and I will get really, really tired. And we go, we need a break. And it'll be a small break. And there's this local restaurant. Um, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the North Carolina area. So this is town, um, I guess like a town called Sexaholic. And they've got this pub. So I'm, I'm giving them a shout out. Hopefully this uh, this gives them a lot of business. It's called Eddie's Pub. And we are big fans of it. They've got these delicious burgers, delicious fries. And it's about like an hour or so drive. And there's and then um, on, on the bottom floor, it's, it's this nice area. they got like a butcher and a coffee shop. And they've got these really green areas and tree uh, and, and woods you can go walking through. Beautiful. So... Sometimes when we're just exhausted and getting closer to that burnout, it's like we need a break. But with with kids, we can't just pull them out of school. So we go, you know what? We're going to get off early this day. We're going to drive up there and make a day out of that. So then we just drop everything. And and we go with the kids, go up there, get a nice burger. I, I like a cold beer. Get a cold beer. And then that that that's enough. That, that That's a nice reset button for me. But you got you got to find yours, my friends. You and you you have to realize that. And it, this took me a long time to realize. I thought that. I thought that I would f- face this this area, this space of burnout and overwhelm, and then be done with it once I, once I finished facing it. I did not realize that it's it, it, it's going to keep coming. Like I'm sure it's going to come again later in life. Because that's just the way life is. Life will present that entity, if you will. And it's up to me to ensure that my systems are in order. It's up to me to ensure that my life is equipped for when that when, when that takes place. And there's ways that I can really sabotage my own system to invite that in. And I gave you the example of that when we started the episode. I can sabotage the entire system. I can just work all day long and, and put my self-care down the hill. And then burnout is going to be like, hello, man, your door is wide open. What's up? And hopefully that makes sense to you. The other item, right? So we talked we talked about the systems, the pie chart. We talked about getting away when it comes to burnout in your prior practice. And before I get to this one, I really want you to think about why we're even having this conversation. Right? Number one, it, it, it it's really hard to avoid that this will not take place. And, and the reason it's hard to avoid that this will not take place is because it can take place based on what we do. So like if I do not have my ducks in a row, then it invites burnout, overwhelm, it invites all that in. And that could really just, it, it could just be like this avalanche that destroys everything you've built. And then number two, sometimes it happens even when things are going great. Right? Like, like the power of yes. <laughs> when we say yes to too many things. Yes, you're taking new clients. Yes, this person wants to do this contract with you. Yes, you're taking these grants. Yes, you're going to put your kids in all these activities. Yes, you're going to go on these vacations that you booked. And yes, you're looking in the mirror going, how the F am I going to pull this off? Right? And all those things were wonderful. Those were all great opportunities. We said yes to all of them. But then you're sitting there and you're going, right? You're dropping F-bomb after F-bomb thinking about, how am I going to pull that off? How am I going to pull that off? The next item I want you to look at when it comes to over, um, not, not finding yourself in that space of being overwhelmed and, and conquering it, if you will, is taking micro breaks, mini breaks, chiquito, little bitty breaks. 
and, and I think sometimes as clinicians, we have a hard time with this because like there's the one hour sessions or 45 minute sessions and then bam, right after that, we're jumping into another one or we're quickly writing our document notes and then bam, jumping into the other one. And we're just going, 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 going. And often our master's programs are very intensive. So then we get used to that intensity, right? You get used to taking three or four classes, uh, a strong practicum, strong internship, and then you jump into the field and you're just like, okay, I got to keep going. We don't have to keep going. You can take these micro breaks. And, and then you look at what do the breaks do? Well, the aim is that they recharge. They, they recharge. Think about yourself like a turtle. If what's, what's the word for it? Like your, your spirit animal. If my, my, my spirit, and I guess it wouldn't be an animal. We're just going to, I'm not even sure. Turtle. My spirit animal is the turtle. And I've always loved turtles. Something about a turtle. They, I don't know, they're they're so chilled. And yet, like the snapping ones, they'll get you. So this episode is not about turtles. So let 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 me not go on a tangent about turtles. These micro breaks. Whenever I take them, I think about myself being a turtle. Here I go, going back to the turtles. Just hear me out. I go back to the turtle because every time I take a break, I imagine the sun hitting me and I'm recharging. And then I jump back in. Now, my break could be different than yours. So I'm going to give you some examples of what I do with my breaks. Micro breaks for me would be before I start a session, I may step outside of my office building and just do like a couple of stretches. No, No more than two minutes. After a session, I'm going to go to the bathroom, put some cold water on my hands, wash them, and then put some of that cold water on my face. After a break, I may get on my phone and then go to YouTube and find something funny to watch, like funny uh, comedians that I really enjoy. After a break, I may look at a certain video game that I'm excited to test out. Even though the older I get, the worse I get at video games. Don't like that. As a story for a different day. So we're, we're, we're at the end of the episode. And I'm, I'm hoping you're getting a lot out of this. I'm hoping that you are acknowledging it's, 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 not, it's not impossible to reach burnout. It's not impossible to get overwhelmed. It's very possible, especially in our realm, you know, as being entrepreneurs, starting things from the ground up. And, and at that, right, many of us were entrepreneurs where, shoot, we're, just, we're, trying to figure out, <laughs> we're trying to figure out what that word even means, right? There, I mean, so many, you see it all over the internet. Counselors, we didn't study business in college. I've said them. We get it. Blah, blah, blah. We get it. But there's a reality to it, right? The reality is you go beyond the words and you're in this new space. What happens when we're in a new space? When you're in a new space trying to do whatever that space requires for you to do and you do not know how to do it because it's a new space so you don't have those skills, you don't have those experiences, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there's a strong likelihood that you will be overwhelmed, right? I mean, the simplicity to that is right there staring at us and that's why it's important for us to go, oh, no shit, that's why I feel this way. Well, that makes sense. It's not due to a lack of competence or a lack of you're not a like you're you can't do this 
the simplicity tells us that there's a lot of great reasons why we may come face to face with burnout or feeling overwhelmed. And one of the most important ones I haven't even mentioned is the trade, right? The job that you have, right? You're, you're a clinician. You're working with individuals in a very safe and sacred and intense, emotionally intense space. A lot's going to happen there. A lot of buttons can be pushed. A lot of energy can be thrown in different directions. So as you, as you head off today, I, w- I do want you to take some time on that chart. I, w- I really want you to put some energy into it. I've seen that be really effective. I want you to think about consulting. I want to share with you options that a counselor's journey has for you. So you can do one-on-one consulting. With, technically, we should call it two-on-one. And that's where my wife and I, we work with you. You, you bring in what's happening. We work with individuals all the way from going from a solo to a group practice. We work with the individuals, helping them create products. Work with individuals with adding additional sources of passive income, tweaking their business. You reach out. We're either going to do one or two things. We're going to say, yes, this is great. We can move forward with you or no. You know, this, this is not a good fit. And then we'll help you. We'll do, we'll do our best to help you find some options. If you're not ready for that one-on-one, visit the website of Counselor's Journey. You're going to see a link on there of courses. There's a lot of different courses. And I put the courses out there. And I'll, I'll call my, my spouse here, my wife, a lot of the back-end work. Like, I like getting up here and, do, and doing these. She's a bit more of an introvert than I am, so she likes to do things a little bit more behind the scene. Um, completely respect that. Gives us a nice balance, if you will. So this course is on there. The courses are built because I know sometimes consulting one-on-one live may not be exactly what you want to do. So you're going to find courses at a counselor's journey. There's courses that teach you how to build referrals, which you need. There's courses that teach you how to go into psychology today and actually make that work for you, not just spend money, cross your fingers and cross your toes and hope for the best. There's courses that teach you how to run your solo practice and in the domains you need to know, uh, the, the knowledge within each one's, not just knowledge, but application, how to put them into play. And there's courses that focus on um, one, one of my loves, if you will, one of my passions, which is conducting immigration evaluations. So if you're a clinician out there and you're looking to add a new service to your practice, think about that one. Conducting immigration evaluations, something that you're able to do. Check it out. As always, questions, let me know. Reach out. There's a contact form on the website of Counselor's Journey. Hit me up. Tell me what's going on in your space. And I'll ask for a kindness. I'd love if you would do it for me. If you can, wherever you listen to the podcast at, leave me a review. Tell me what you're enjoying about the episode. Right? You're trying to grow your business. I'm trying to grow this. Put myself out there. Very clear, very vulnerable. I love your support. I love your support and helping to bring this podcast into the ears of clinicians in all sorts of places. Maybe some that are stuck, some that are ready to make that next move. I appreciate all the help that I can get. And I appreciate the time that we shared here. I will see you in the next episode. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity. And you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, 
yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.